Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Husband. Yes, wife. Remember how I said let's read the Bible? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's start. What are we going over today? Well, we're going to read from front to finish, and it starts with the book of Genesis. And so we're going to start with chapters 1, 2, and 3 of Genesis. Oh, so like in the beginning? Yeah, that kind of thing. And (laughs) just for um, a note, we are reading the New Living Translation, which is abbreviated NLT for anybody who cares about such things, because um, I'm not doing the King James thing. I don't even know what any of that means, but okay, let's do this. Sounds great. 
Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it es- escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so we are starting with chapter one of Genesis, and it's subtitled, The Creation. Woohoo! Okay, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I always wondered. <laughs> The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. It's like a boring-ass place. Well, and I know from previous readings that he creates the waters later. So, like, how is it covered with darkness and waters that haven't been created yet? I don't know. It's just because there's still still more here. (laughs) And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surfaces of the waters that he hadn't created yet. Why was he hovering? Like, I know... He was bored. Okay. (laughs) Then God said, hey, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Light to to show all the desolate boringness? That he hadn't created yet. Okay. (laughs) Then he separated the light from the darkness. That was awfully cool of him. So what happened? Like, okay, he separated the light from the darkness. And he saw that it was good. But he just created the light. So was there like a moment in time where the light was not separated? And Yeah, there was no light. It was all darkness and water. Okay. but Weren't then you he cre- listening? But then he created light. And then was it separated? Yeah, that's what he just he said. He just separated. Okay. Okay. Right. Sorry. We're like four sentences in and you're already lost. I know. I know. God called the light day and the darkness light. I mean night. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let me read that again. God called the light day and the darkness night, 
and evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. It's a good thing that he named them evening and morning. Otherwise, we'd be totally up Shit's Creek with these names. Except, guess what? What? I happen to know from reading ahead that he hadn't even separated day from night yet. Oh. Good grief. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. I mean. The what? waters of the earth? Yeah, from the waters. From of the heaven. waters of the heaven. Yeah, I thought it was just like nothing up there except for gases. I didn't even. Are gases what... a sea? Is that what he was? Was <sighs> he confused about what he was doing? He might not have had a really good plan. Okay, all right. I think maybe the sky is just one big god fart. <laughs> that is really rude. <laughs> and that is what happened. God made the space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens repetitive much god called the space sky and the evening passed and morning came marking the second day then god said let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear wait if they flow together in one place like physics would say that the water would have to rise because it was already there I don't so like wouldn't it i mean how does that make there less water i don't think he invented physics yet Maybe he just drank some of the ocean water. I mean, he is God. But I mean, they didn't say that, though, he in the Bible. He worked hard. They just said he moved it. So, like, I don't know if I move water into a smaller space, it rises. So, like, that doesn't bode well for the people living near that water because there it's, like, above them. There weren't people yet. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. <laughs> and that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation. Every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. How do you suppose he knew what vegetation and trees were? And that is what happened. <laughs> Has he done this before? Or was this like just... Like he was just like sitting there thinking, Yeah, I'm going to make some, me some vegetation and trees. I mean, who could know? It is... Because I want a good salad. <laughs> So God made vegetation because he wanted to go to Subway. I mean, maybe he's a vegan. He made the vegetation and trees first. So. Oh, my God. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. I mean, this is really repetitive. He's like, I'm going to make a thing, and then he makes it, and then he's like, I made a thing. Yeah, yeah. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. See, that's oh, what I'm see, saying. He didn't even separate it. We're like on the fourth. What day are we? We're on the fourth day? We're on the fourth and day. And he hadn't separated, but he said he separated it on the first day. I know. They're really confused. Were they high when they wrote this shit? Um, I think they needed a really good editor. Okay. Let them. But we're only like three paragraphs in, maybe. I know. I don't even know. know. How many paragraphs in are we? I didn't There's just like the first paragraph. We're on verse 14. Okay. 14 verses and they already screwed up. I mean, who knows? Whatever. I wasn't I thought alive this was God's then. word. He's not very... But it was written by man. Right. Okay. So, I mean, maybe God was like all... Ah, and then man was like... <coughs> it's typical of... Wait, wait, what did he say? <laughs> yeah. When did he separate the light from the dark? It's typical of Shit, man. I don't know. Just write it, it a couple of times. We'll get it right on one of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, 
days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. I'm glad we have stars. Yay. It gets really interesting from here because um, apparently the sun is not a star, question mark. Okay. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day. Sun. The sun, which is apparently not a star. Right. And the smaller one to govern the night. Ooh, ooh, the moon? That could be. Yes. He also made the stars, again, of which the sun is not one, apparently. Right, because it was just the light. It's just the the light. It's the light. Yeah. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. I'm glad he separated it. And God saw that it was good. He saw that it was good. I mean, I think it's good, but what do I know? Right. I mean, it would be bad if it was dark all the time or light all the time. That would suck. Well, if it was dark all the time, that would be a vampire movie. And if it was dark all the time, that would be a zombie movie. But I mean, hypothetically, if you live in Alaska, he didn't really separate the day from the night up there. We don't talk about that. Okay. (laughs) And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So, I mean, really, he created the birds before he created any of the other animals. What were the fish eating? They There weren't fish yet. Because, I thought you just said they created fish. Hold on. Was it birds and fish, I thought? No. Um, oh. God's in the light and... Oh, no, you're right. He did. Yeah, he swarmed the seas. He did the fishes and the birds. Yeah. They ate each other. They Okay, so the fish jumped out of the water to eat the birds. And there the birds. are flying fish. That is true. They ate each other. Okay. That's all I can believe. Or the biggest fish ate the littlest fish, and then the littlest fish were the flyers that ate the birds. Got it. And the birds ate also of the littlest fish. That well, maybe to- he makes food for them later. Who soon. fucking knows? I don't know. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. I mean, it would be really weird for like a bird to give birth to an octopus. So I'm right. But I mean, like, I'm glad that he made the birds give birth only to the birds. Technically, though, evolution happened. I mean, you know, we can prove that scientifically. We don't talk about that. Okay. So technically, they're not exactly the same. No. I mean, I'm just saying. No, but we don't talk about that. Well, you're you're saying Bible people don't talk about it. We talk about it all the time. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, when we're talking about the Bible, automatically, we don't talk about Alaska or evolution. So Alaska and evolution are right out. We should make a list of things that are right out. (laughs) (laughs) Then God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Do you think that they understood him when he said be fruitful and multiply? Um, I guess it is God's word, so maybe God can talk to all the living things. I mean, sometimes our cat understands us when we talk to her. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, who knows? Then God said, let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. Wait, livestock? I know, like livestock intrinsically means like animals that belong to man. So he created animals that belong to man. No, he didn't create animals. He created livestock. According to the Bible, he created livestock before he created man. Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking to make sure I got that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did. You got it. I got it. 
And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind, so we don't have birds giving birth to octopi, and God saw that it was good. Awesome. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. Who's our? Um, I'm guessing that he means the royal we. Or hmm. remember we had a pastor one time. Or there's time? like the, the son, the ghost, and the Holy Spirit or something like that. Okay, here, there's that. The Trinity the is Trinity, called the right, Holy right. Trinity. And then we had a pastor Father, the one son, time. And the Holy Ghost. That's what it is. We had a pastor one time that um, talked about how God had a man face on one side and a woman face on the other side. And that's what he meant when he made man in his image. But I mean, that sounds so weird. And I've never read anything like that in the Bible. Hmm. Not that I've read a lot of the Bible. So like I'm Maybe on the Maybe we'll lookout. get to that part later. Um, okay. I don't know. I I don't know either. That's why we're reading this. Sure. Yeah. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Thank God we finally got somebody for that livestock. To rule them. I probably shouldn't have said thank God. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, technically that's correct, I guess. I mean, technically. Yeah. So God created human beings in his own image. I like how he's either like the royal we or totally a man. Right. Definitely not a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Or a triangle. Woman is right out. Woman is right out. Yeah. So, so far we've got Alaska, we've got evolution, and we've got woman. Right. And those are all right out. Yep. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them, except he hasn't made a woman yet. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. So everybody has male and female except for humans. Right now it's just man's. Got it. But they're alluding to the fact that there's going to be a female. Right. But as of this whatever day six or whatever. There's not a woman. There's not a woman. Because women's are right out. Right. But we're in charge of everything. Apparently. You better not even try that shit on me. I was just saying human beings were in charge of everything. He said human (laughs) beings we're in charge of everything. And, you know. Clearly he meant all the mans. I think we get to the part where the men are in charge later, but we'll but cover that. But clearly he meant all the mans. Well, yeah, because yeah. we're awesome, you know. You cannot even find the butter in the fridge. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Then God said, look. He said it just like that, too. Did he? I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. That was the sixth day. Yep. And that was the end of chapter one. Okay. Okay, so Genesis chapter 2. Ready? I am ready. So the creation of the heavens and the earth was everything in them completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. So you're telling me God didn't invent skyscrapers? No, but he probably cracked a beer that good day, I can tell you. He didn't invent sports? We're not there yet. I know, but it's Sunday. We're not. No, actually, if you so want to get. It's the seventh day. I'm it's sorry. It's Saturday. I'm sorry. Oh. Wait, the what? Jews celebrate Saturday as the holy day, as the oh. seventh day. And they have it right. I mean, 
If we say that the week begins on Starts, a Sunday, right, right. Saturday is the but seventh day. Some people day. start the week on Mondays. They do. Um, those people are weird. Okay. They are like really into productivity. On the seventh day, oh yeah, he rested, blah, blah, blah. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. So either Saturday or seven, Saturday or Sunday is really, really holy. I got it. Man in the Garden of Eden. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. The man and woman in Eden... When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. So, okay, we're doing a rewind then. Yeah, apparently. Like, we're, we're, we're only in chapter two and we're doing, like, a flashback. It's a flashback. It's totally a flashback because he's going back to, like, day, what, five? Something four? like that, yeah. Yeah. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Hold on. He made man you think he invented on like, snow because he mentions rain, but not snow. I don't know, but I have bigger fish to fry because okay. he's saying that he had not yet sent rain to water the earth. So there's no rain and water, but yet he did make those before he made man. Right. I mean, you know, your plants wouldn't completely die in just like a day or two. But he made all these plants and he made all this water and then he made man last. But now he's saying, just kidding. Oh. oh. You see what I'm saying? Timeline just screwed up. Yeah. Like this chronology is crack. Yeah. Okay. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Oh, maybe I was wrong. Okay. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. Okay. I thought we were like 90% water. I don't know. But we made, am, apparently we made of dust too. Oh. I'm really confused in all this. i got to okay. be honest. This isn't making a lot of sense. Right. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel alive when I breathe Dorito breath on your face? <laughs> then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east and there he placed the man he had made. I see where this is going. So, I see this. This goes well with my theory that he's a vegan because he planted the garden. That was like one of the first things he did after creating all the things. I mean, really, we don't require. Hey, darling, your Dr. Pepper's done. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I put Alexa. No, I put Dr. Pepper in the freezer and then I put a timer on to tell me when I should take. Yeah, let's get back to the Bible. The Dr. Pepper out of the freezer. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I was saying that veganism is actually a good lifestyle choice because we don't specifically require meat. So um, protein, yes. Meat, no. So I can see that. Right. Right. It, that makes sense. I don't, I don't oppose that. Okay. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground. Trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This just, I see where this is going and it's already taken me off. Well, because we already know some of this. It's pretty (sighs) common knowledge. Why did he put him there? Because he's an asshole. That's what I think. Okay. Oof. I just, I know where it's going and it's making me very angry. Right, right. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and then dividing into four branches. The first branch called the Pishon 
flowed around the entire land of Havila. We're definitely going to have to forgive us if we pronounce these wrong. Yeah, where gold is found. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce stuff. But what I want to know is, okay, so gold was found there. Why is that noteworthy? Because let's be honest. Right. Why would gold? That doesn't matter. Not, yeah. not right now. Why is gold specifically better than any other rock or metal found in the ground? Right. To early man. Yeah, that's dumb. The man that just had God's breath breathed up into his nose. Right. They haven't even invented tools yet. I know. Which they would need, you know, to, to give get the gold. And then societies care about gold for trade. But right. there's not really an, an, any intrinsic worth in it. Well, and let's let's talk about trade. Like, what do they need to trade? The ground provides everything for them. Right, right. So why would you need gold? They're in Eden. It's like he's preparing for them to screw up and be dumb. Yeah. That's yeah. dumb. That's mean. Yeah. God is mean. Yeah. So niceness right out. Along like if with you didn't Alaska. want them to screw up, why would you provide them every opportunity to screw up? Right? Pandora's box that's much? Just, that's, that's stupid. Yeah. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Exceptionally. Which, again, doesn't matter to me. Aromatic resin and onyx stone are also found there. What is aromatic resin? It is resin that smells really, really good. <laughs> the second branch called the Gihon flowed around the entire land of Kush? Sure. The third branch called the Tigris. I know that one. Flowed east of the land of Azur? Azur? As sure, sure. A s s h u r. Ask her. That's what I said. That's ask, awesome. Ask her. I love it. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. I know that one too. <laughs> okay, so we've got the Tigris, Tigris and the Euphrates. And the Euphrates, and that's I know over there in the Middle Eastery land. There's a fertile crescent over there. Ooh, that's where the Eden is, the awesome. Garden of Eden. Yeah, we should totally go visit. I bet it's not there anymore. Oh shit. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. Do you think that watch over it means don't fuck it up? I don't know. I mean, if he wanted a really good salad all the time, then maybe that's why he put him there so he could get a really good salad. Okay, but if he says just watch it, that means just like sit on his front porch and be like, deck cool, deck cool. Right. But if he's watching over it, then he's like, don't but do it, that. But it would also imply that something could go wrong Yeah. in this perfect Garden of Eden. He's like, so don't why? let those voles build hills and tunnels in that backyard, Eden. Right, right. Is he going to, like, yeah. What's going to go wrong? I don't know. Okay. It's not very Eden-ish. Right. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. That's dumb. Why would you put something that's going to kill him? I'm God. I'm going to on purpose drop up a poison bomb in the middle of this garden just to see if you do it or not. Right? Yeah. Like, that's stupid. That's like if I bring home um, a bag of sweet tart ropes and I'm like, Abby, you can have everything in this house, but don't touch those sweet tart ropes. Because they're going to kill you. Do you think that she will avoid the sweet tart ropes? Well, if we said they were going to kill her, then yeah. Except that she loves... Unless she thought we were joking. But she loves sweetheart ropes. And it matters whether she thinks we're joking or not. You know what? What was God's tone of voice when he said it? I don't know. That matters, doesn't that it? That matters. Context. It really does. We context. Need context here. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Wait, what day are we at right now? Oh, um, we passed all the days and now we're like doing our flashback, remember? Okay. All right. 
So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. So whatever day that was. Okay. I don't remember. Five or six. Got it. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock. But wait, I thought he made those animals, the birds and the sea and whatever, before man. But now he's saying he made man and then he made the fishes and the birds. No, he's saying he brought them to him, isn't he? No, he said, so the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. It doesn't say what day, it just says that he did that. It's rather misleading. Well, but I have to ask though, because there's still scientists out there discovering new species every day. Did did Adam name all of these species that are still being because it seems like a really tedious project to name all of the bugs. Like there's millions of there's them. There's millions of them. You'd be there for Wait, like Wait, no, God did not invent bugs yet. Oh, he didn't? No. Just animals and the fishes. Does and he cover the birds. that later? Like did he cover making no, bugs later? I don't I mean I haven't read the Bible, so I could be wrong, but I don't think he talks about bugs. Well but I, you would have to assume that there's bugs at this point, though. Well, why would you assume anything? Well, because he said he rested, he was done on the seventh day, so that means he created everything that needed to be created. And if he created everything, that means he created bugs. I think you're making a lot of assumptions. I am, because there's a lot of freaking holes in this shit. Well, there are a lot of holes, <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> he, meaning dude, gave names to all the livestock. Dude, meaning Adam? We haven't named him yet. He's just a man. Okay, that guy. He's a dude. Dude. Dude gave names to all the livestock, all the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. Oh, man. (laughs) He didn't want the horse? The man was so lonely and sad. (laughs) So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. Ominous music plays. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed closed up the opening. Sorry. What an asshole. (laughs) This took a dark turn. Probably shouldn't have taken his son's name in vain. Okay, but. As we're reading the Bible. Let me just reiterate that he took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. That's a dick thing to do. How did he close it up? I don't know. It must be like God LASIK. God LASIK. Yeah, like LASIK surgery, like they do in your eyes. Like, So you don't think he just made a needle right quick out of all that gold, maybe? Maybe. Or the smelly good onyx? I'm going with the God LASIK, though, because, I mean, dude didn't even wake up. Like, he's asleep. He fell asleep. And he takes his freaking ribs out. Or a rib out. I'm sorry. And then rib, he sews them back up with what he sews them back up. Yeah. He's just like, it's like God, it's like Superman beams coming from God's eyes. Like, he's like zoop, 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 zoop. Yeah. Okay. He's totally done, like in and out. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. Ooh. I see where this is going bow, and I'm chicka, not, <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> At last, the man exclaimed, this one is Bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. Bone, eh? Yeah. She will be called Woe Man because she was taken from man. What does the woe mean, though? Woe unto you. (laughs) (laughs) This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Is that what it explains? I don't think that explained any of that. Okay. I mean, I must have missed some comprehension Right, I think there was a bad lead up here to this i think that there was like an entire paragraph or maybe even chapter missing yeah 
Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. It's like a porno back in, you know, early days. Well, yeah, but that's the end of chapter two. Oh, okay. Bow, bow. Okay, so Genesis chapter three. Yay! It's subtitled Man's Disobedience. Damn man. <laughs> Damn the man. Damn the man. <laughs> The serpent! Serpents are assholes. Although, we just got a serpent, so I can't really call him an asshole. Is there a difference between serpents and snakes? I don't know. That is a good question, I think, because if... Sir, like, I know that there's such a thing as legless lizards, which are different from snakes, and I would never have known that. Right. Except that I... I mean, serpent to me is like, you know, the Harry Potter serpent that comes and, like, attacks Harry Potter. But is it a serpent or is it a snake? I don't know. I don't either. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day, he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Sounds like he's angling for something here. Um, I think you're right. And he said he was shrewd, so it's pretty shrewd. What does he get out of it? I don't know. Okay. To be shrewd? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. Are you trying to do Eden's voice? Well, I want to separate from my voice. Okay. Because she's dumb. Okay. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. Wait, you can't even touch it? Yeah. Damn. And okay, let's be fair for a minute here. Did God actually tell her that or is she just repeating what Adam told her? Right, because I only recall Adam being around when he told her. When he told him. When he told... When God told Adam. Yeah. Adam was the only one. Because it was before he took his damn rib out of his body. So here's the thing. Like, has Eve even met God yet? Or is she like, that Adam, he's always telling stories. Right. And then, like, how trustworthy is a man? Not at all. I I I know men. (laughs) Even the men I love most in my life are not all that good at repeating stories. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. How does he know? I have no idea. That's you why I think he's trying know? to kill off God's creation? Or is he just like, does he really know that it won't kill him? I mean, honestly, I don't know. That's why I want to know the difference between a serpent and a snake. Because all the snakes that I know do not talk. Okay. Yeah, I mean, me either. I don't know any talking snakes. So serpents are snakes that talk. Possibly. Narnia style. Apparently. Do you think animals used to talk? Maybe. I mean, God said that he told them to be fruitful and multiply. So, like, maybe he was talking to them. Maybe they talked back then. But maybe he was, like, Harry Potter style telling them, like... Like Slytherin. Yeah. yeah. Like, Whatever. do things that I tell you. <laughs> okay. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it. And you will be like God Knowing both good and evil. But they don't even have, like, envy at this point. So, like, how could they want to be like God? I don't know. Why would that be something that they would want to do? I don't know. But according to the Bible, ready? Mm -hmm. The woman was convinced. Oh, that was a real easy sell. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, um... That snake should totally go into car sales. Like, what would convince you to eat something that your spouse told you, don't fucking eat that? Uh, I mean, it tastes really good. That would convince me. Definitely would not be a talking serpent. uh, 
okay, but it depends on what the talking serpent says. Because, like, if the talking serpent is like, you're going to know everything. I mean, I guess he was promising godlike powers, so. I just, I don't know that godlike powers would be convincing to me. But, I mean, I'm a foodie, so seriously, if he was like, it tastes so good. Really, what does Eden know of godlike powers anyway? You mean Eve. Eve, oh yeah. Garden of Eden, Eve, my bad. What does Eve know of godlike powers anyway? Because she wasn't even there when God like ripped out Adam's ribs to right. give to her with his laser and all that kind of shit. So yeah, I don't know. I just have so many questions. Was God like performing miracles all the time in the Garden of Eden? Those are not mentioned. Okay, all right. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her. Wait, he was with her and this he whole time. Ate it Wait, too. the snake. Okay, they both heard God talk, and no, 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 only, no, no, no. Only Adam heard God talk. Right. But apparently Eve knew about it, and and Adam was there with Eve when the snake told Eve to you should totes eat this. You should eat this, and then he ate with her. So like he didn't stop her. He didn't say anything. Didn't speak up. So he's the one that specifically heard God first person, like, like first. If hand. you're the one that's like, if he was really worried about it, a he wouldn't have eaten it, right? right? B don't you think he would have spoke up and been like, "Yo, um, I don't want to die." This sounds like a this really like bad a, plan, yeah, is, dudes. Let's like let's chill here for a minute. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this exactly. <laughs> but he's like, "Mookie." <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, their eyes were opened, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. Their eyes were open. I mean, like... Their third eyes. Doesn't shame... Like, okay, shame would require something, someone to be shameful from, wouldn't it? I, I it's just think the two it's of like them. when you're embarrassed and other people might know. And maybe because the snakes talk. <laughs> <laughs> They're embarrassed to be naked in front of the snake. I hate it when the serpent, snake... Serpent, serpent. I hate it when the serpent sees me naked. Damn serpents always seeing me naked. Because really, they only have each other. And are you embarrassed to be naked in front of your spouse? No, that's stupid. That is kind of stupid. Yeah. I mean... I mean, shit, me... she's got his rib. She does have his rib. But let me just say, maybe there are some married couples that don't like being naked in front of each other. And we are not ones to shame. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. It, All right. It's... That so was, shame. They, their eyes were open, and the first thing that happens is shame. Got it. And they were embarrassed of each other. That's the first thing that happens is shame. 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 <laughs> shame. <laughs> so they sewed fig leaves. See, I think God did have needles. Wait, wait. So they have godlike powers because they ate the fruit, and they had to sew fig leaves for clothes. They couldn't just, like, materialize the shit because, I mean, God created the whole fucking planet. No, they just had knowledge. Oh, well, they that's didn't have boring. powers. They just had. Knowledge. So they didn't have knowledge before. No, they had gaudy knowledge. Okay, so they were just like. So they were like, "Boom! I'm naked, and now I know how to sew." <laughs> <laughs> so they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. Okay. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife, not the woman and her husband, heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. Boom. Boom. Is, that, Boom. is that what you imagine it sounded like? How else do you hear somebody? It wasn't like a rustling? Oh, it could have been a rustling. Or like a, a scuffle? How big was the garden that they heard him ruffle, rustling, though? How big do you suppose God was? Like, was he, like, towering over them? Or was he this... I guess he made us in his image, so he's probably the same size as us. Yeah, so, like, there's this dude walking around in this garden, and they heard him. So right. how big is the garden, and what kind of noises well, was I mean, God making? It's between the tiger... Well, they don't say how much of the... 
region between the Tigris and Euphrates. So it could be just like a small ass little garden. Right. Right. So, I mean, if it's a small garden, rustling. If it's a big garden, boom, boom, right, boom. Right, right. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? It's a great God voice, right? by the way. <laughs> he replied, I heard you working in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Is this Adam voice now? That's Adam. Okay. I love voicing characters. Yeah. And I decided that Adam is a Dumbo, so he must be like a redneck kind of guy. <clears throat> like, he's totally got a Confederate Do you think flag. God gave them a reason to be scared? I mean, they're naked. Right. I, I mean, but they got fig leaves now. And they did disobey him. Right, but they have fig leaves now, so they're not... But like... So, okay, so they're no longer naked, but they know they did something bad. Okay. All right. They did something so bad. So they're bad. scared because they have guilt that God doesn't know about right now, even though he's right. an all-powerful, so all-knowing shame being. shame and only then has, guilt. Who only has two people to keep, keep keep track of at this point. You had one job. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what they ate from the death tree. Oh, he knows. That's okay. why he's walking. All right, all right. So, okay, so he's afraid because they were naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. You sound like a wailing banshee god. (laughs) No, a wailing banshee would be like, "Ah!" Okay, all right. Okay. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? You're right, he totally knows. Yeah. The man replied, It's the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it. Maybe you shouldn't talk like that. It's hard to understand you. Okay, so here's what he said. It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it. What a dick. Right? He's he like, like, passing off the blame. He, threw he was her, right there when this whole thing happened. He was right there, and he threw her under the fucking Damn, bus. What like an nothing. Asshole. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you Serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Passing the buck. Blaming it on somebody else. It sounds like there's a hole in the bucket. (laughs) Dear Henry, dear Henry. And it just keeps like getting passed on and passed on. Right, right. I mean the guy the guy blamed the woman, the woman blames the serpent. Right. Like it's nobody's fault apparently. Except I say it's it ends where it starts. God put the tree there. Yeah. Now, there are some people who say he put it there on purpose because he wanted all this to happen. Right. So, but he's going to like punish him here and shit. I know. So, uh, I, I don't know. What let's, to do. let's hear what he does. I'm a little resentful. Let's hear That's what he all does. I got to say. I want to hear what he does. Because so far, this is like a dick move. Yeah. On the man's part I'm like everybody's and part. on God's part. Yeah. Stupid. No, I don't blame the woman. Okay. All right. I mean, she, she did, did eat the fruit that was not supposed to be eaten. But she only heard not to eat the fruit because her husband, who was dumb, told her, hey, this God guy said don't eat that. I mean, we're assuming because there's large gaps in this so far. Right. But based on the information I've been given, she has never spoken with God, but she has spoken with a snake. Right. Right. And her husband, who cannot find the butter in the fridge. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if I was faced with... My husband telling me something or a snake comes up to me and tells me something, it's 50-50. I could go either way. I'm believing my husband or the snake. Okay. Okay. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the other animals 
domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust, as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. I mean, dude got rid of his legs, apparently. Do you think serpents had legs? I mean, he's making him crawl on his belly. Well, okay. So there's snakes, there's serpents with legs, and then there's serpents without legs, and then there's legless snakes. I don't know. That's... I don't, I, I, I don't think they knew what was going on here, because... I don't think... And, like, is it just that snake? Or, like, obviously he's saying, like, he's punishing that one snake... Or serpent, I'm sorry. Serpent. No, For that like serpent had all, a wife too. Right, but like he's punishing not just that one serpent. serpent, but like all of that serpent's future progeny. Yeah. And snake That's bad crazy. And like forever. is his snake wife somewhere like just like lost its legs and like shit. What happened? <laughs> he's like, God damn it, I told What do you do now? I told him not to fuck with those people. <laughs> <laughs> then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth. Hold on. This just escalated. Why? Why does anybody worship this dude? I mean, he just made birth painful. And you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Do you desire to control me? No, I desire Wait, to... wait, wait. No, they said that you will desire to control me. No, he just said that to the woman. I know. I'm You're not, the woman. I'm not that woman. <laughs> Do I control you? Fuck no. <laughs> you better not try either. <laughs> no, he's just talking to them. He just said, woman, your pain in your pregnancy is going to be bad. Okay. And your pain when you give birth is going to be bad. And you're going to wish you could control Adam. But guess what? Adam, he's going to rule over you. Man. Y'all fucked. So there it is. Misogyny right there. Yep. So we've got... Like, it's in the Bible. I know. We've, like, from the, the first three chapters, we've got guilt, shame, and misogyny. That's awesome. Yeah. This is, like, a great, great I love this book story. So far. And to the man, he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. So now he's cursing the ground. Everybody but not the cursed. man. He's cursing the ground. No, he is. Ready? All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. Tell that to Jeff Bezos. But he's not Adam. He just <laughs> says all you, you're Adam, all your life. Okay. So Adam got a struggle. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. This is, yeah. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will be turned. You do a really <laughs> shitty voice. I think that God is really shitty, and he <laughs> he does not deserve my best. Okay, all right. Then the man, Adam, named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all who live. Hold on a second. He named her after God basically punished her, and like he waited until this moment. When God's punishing them to name her Eve. Oh, by the by, your name. Your Eve. name's Eve. Yeah. What's up? Oh, but that's because he rules over. Her. Yeah. So he gets to name her. Yeah. It just occurred to me. So he's like. Like Eve doesn't get to pick her name. No. 
No. No, it's it's Adam. He's like, you made me eat an apple by by being by me and being convinced and saying, eat some. And so for that, your name is going to be Eve, which eventually will mean like the first. And so I'm going to go ahead and name you something which eventually will mean something so that it already means something. Right. That's yeah, that's dumb. I'm going to continue. This is dumb. Yeah. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. So, like, at this point, there's only, like, two of every animal. Did he, like, kill off an entire species just to make clothing for them? Is I, that where the fucking unicorns went? I... <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say something. Like, he killed animals. Right. God's... Like, he's a real dickhead. He is not nice. No. He is not good. I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. Okay. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Then the Lord God said, Look, the human beings have become like us, the royal we, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life and eat it? Then they will live forever, and God knows we can't have that. <laughs> so the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden. <sighs> Hold on. So he made this perfect garden and then just like, I mean, this is like in no time flat. He's like, never mind. See ya. Peace out. Right. So he's like, here's a garden. Here's man in this garden. Here's some trees don't eat of it. Oh, my God. They ate one. They might eat the other. Oh, no. That never occurred to me before. Y'all get out. I'm like, you fuck up once. One yeah. time. One time. And you're Jeez. doomed. You're doomed. This guy has no, like, give. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden. Is cherubim like an angel thing? Yeah, it's like those, you know, like in Roman art, Greek and Roman art, it's like the little baby angels. Like, the chubby little, like Cupid. Is he going to shoot you with his arrow if you try to get in? I I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you what cherubim are based on my understanding. Okay. And my understanding is shaky at best. Got it. (laughs) And he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So a giant flaming flashing sword that waves back and forth. I mean, that should be totally easy to find on Google Maps. Woom. We can see the whole planet. How are we missing a tiny? How are we missing a giant flashing sword? I mean, that's a good question. And there's cherubims out there. It's not like he said he hid it. He just guarded it. Right. So So. hypothetically, if we go to the Tigris and Euphrates and those other two rivers, like somewhere between there, there's a giant flashing, waving, flaming sword. There's a flaming sword and cherubim. Yeah, somewhere. So we should totally go there someday. Uh, There's a lot of strife going on over there. Like you know. And also airplanes and, you know what? I would have thought it would have been found by now. Like, yeah. just being honest, like, you know. You can't miss a flaming, flaming sword. sword. Yeah, that's On just, Google Maps. That's totally, yeah. Like Google Earth. Like, you can zoom in. Right? Yeah. 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 This story is not we off totally to are a not good missing start. It. Is there more? No, that's the end of chapter three. Oh, okay. Well, so that's it for this week then, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well... I don't think this is the greatest book. I don't either, but should we keep reading? Maybe it gets better. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously the relevance of this book overall is very relevant to life because there's so many people that abide by and take this at its word. 
So, yes, we should definitely keep reading. But what if we get through the entire thing and it still sucks? I have no doubt that it's still going to (laughs) suck. But that's why we're reading it and making fun of it, because it makes it that much more fun. Have you ever read the Bible? Nope. Me neither. That's why this is fun. It is. All right. Well, we will see you in a week, we think. I don't know. This is kind of new to us. So we're kind of playing with time frames, and this is our first episode. So, you know, don't, like, yell at us and shit if we don't get that right. Like, maybe next week? So, like, maybe next week, question mark. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll see you at some point soon. Husband. Wife. See you next week. See you next week. Yeah, wife. Um, it's the end, so we should say all the things. We definitely should say all the things. What things should we say? So, we want people to get a hold of us, and there's ways that they can do that. So, one of those ways I know is email. What's that email address? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. And they should do that by 5 Eastern on Sundays if they want their question to be included in our new Tuesday Q&A episodes every week. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing from some of our fans, for sure. Yeah. They can also get a hold of us on social media. And we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Um, Probably the easiest way would be through Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts still. (laughs) Yes, still. Still. I guess. Or (laughs) dum-dum or doo-doo. Yeah, wherever you want to go with that, I guess. Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so we have all those things, and they should go there. Yeah, they should. Okay. And then, also, oh, what else should they do? They should, like, you know, review us on Apple Podcasts, because that really, really helps us out. And, you know, if you are on any other podcast app, just, like, hit a heart, or a like thing, or something. A thumbs up. Thumbs up. Nice. Whatever the hell it is, just do it, okay? Just do it. All right. I think that's all we got. Oh, you know what? I have one more thing. Oh, she's got one more thing. Um, thank you so much, guys, for listening and choosing us to spend your time with. We really appreciate you all, and you are definitely top shelf. Yeah, honestly, it makes us smile just about every day. Yep. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.